Hey everybody and welcome to the first ever Threat X3 Weekly Grind. Um, it's a new spin-off where usually we have a weekly grind in the middle of our Nerd to the Third podcast and we've decided to kind of break it off into its own little th- thing and now Nerd to the Third is going to be a lot more of a discussion podcast, different topics and everything. And then this one will be kind of what's going on, what are we watching, what are we playing, what are we binging on TV, what's going on in our life, you know, whatever whatever happens, happens. So um, there's definitely going to be an evolution, you know, so this is this is our prototype episode. It might go off on in some weird direction directions but hey you're going along with the ride for us or with take take two you're going on the ride with us yeah yeah all right all right just take it you know take it (laughs) just take it (laughs) all right so i thought a cool way to start this off because we never technically did this on nerd to the third so let's start off in a good way let's kind of get to know each other so um let's start off uh, i have me nick and today i have coach my friends call me coach and i have chuck or not sorry my uh, mic was muted (laughs) (laughs) did you say and chuck hello it's me chuck i'm your bestest friend (laughs) Um, wait when did meatloaf get here (laughs) he never left (laughs) (laughs) all right so um let's start with let's start with coach coach tell us a little bit about you where you're from and you know all, all the interesting stuff give us the dirty details all right the dirty details? I don't know if you're ready for that. Um, basically, I'm 25 years old. You can tell from probably how I talk. I'm from the deep, dirty south of Georgia. Uh, Wait, live... you're not from Montana? <laughs> no, I'm not anywhere from Montana. Not Midwestern, not Northern. I'm from the deep south. Um, and I live right outside of Atlanta, just if anybody cares. Um and I am a school teacher. I teach mathematics, high school mathematics. So if you ever have mathematics, you know, if you ever need answers for quadratics or derivatives and calculus, I got you covered. There you go. There you go. Now, uh, as far as generally what I like to do and the type of games and whatnot I like to play, uh, I'm very heavy into uh, story-based games, and I also love a good JRPG. Um, if you've heard me on Nerd to the Third, uh, you will hear me talk about Persona a good bit. And I still talk about Persona because I'm still trying to finish it. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think I topped out last night at about 87 hours. And I think Jeez. I might be on the last boss, but I'm not sure. We will Woo-hoo. see. Yeah. And let me tell you, it's a bitch. Um, <laughs> it's one of those where you have to fight the bad guy like six different times without getting heals or anything and man it is rough why would you have to beat a boss six times like is there at least like six different transformations or something kind of well it's you go off and face this one boss after Uh you beat this boss you kind of get like a chance to go out to the menu or whatever and i guess you know supply some healing and all that kind of stuff but you can't leave the the grounds so, once you do that, you beat the next last boss, and then you get to the final boss. 
Well, he calls on these demons or whatever and makes them super powerful. So then you have to fight off these demons and you're like, all right, that wasn't <laughs> terrible. And then he steps in, you start fighting him and you're like, all right, I beat him. God, that sucked. And then he steps in and transforms and you try to beat him. And that's where I'm at. I'm on the second time of trying to beat, I think, the last boss. God dang. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but as far as uh, favorite video games, uh, probably going to rock with uh, The Last of Us still. Although I will say the newest God of War is right up there in terms of oh, yeah. favorite of all time that I've enjoyed playing the most. So those are the type of games I generally like to play. I'm not big into first-person games. I don't like shooters that much. Uh, and online games aren't really my thing, although I think The Division might be a decent game for me to try to get into. So hopefully I can do that. Uh, I'm also play a lot of sports games. So if you ever want yeah. Madden or FIFA or 2K or anything, I got you covered there. Uh, favorite there movie go. would have to be the 1968 Planet of the Apes with Charleston Heston. Oh, dang. Yeah, that is a movie that I can watch over and over again. I you realize I'm older than you, right? <laughs> yes. Like, yeah. I'm like five years older than you. There's no way in hell I'm going to pick that old of a movie as my favorite of all time. It's one of those things where I watch it probably two or three times a year. Whenever it's on TV, I'll watch it. Uh, sometimes I get an itch just to watch The Planet of the Apes. I mean, it's it's my favorite movie of all time. Like, if anybody asks me, that's the one I'm going to tell them. Like, hey, this is my favorite movie. So Nice, nice. I nice. just watch it all the time. And probably a second favorite would probably be Inception. Inception. Well, is it or was the idea just planted in your mind? <laughs> mm. dun, dun, oh, the, dun, 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 dun. the deep thought that comes. Mm. <laughs> all right, so Chuck, uh, tell us about yourself. Well, if you ask. Well, my name is Chuck. I don't have an accent. Well, I guess I sort of do, I guess. I don't know. You really do. What? I'm probably the only one with a normal accent. Well, I guess Nate. Nate has a pretty normal accent. Go anyway. on. I have a normal accent, okay? Yeah. Normal is <laughs> just a state of mind, man. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so I'm from Philadelphia originally, but I'm living out in Chicago. Uh, so I do the Chicago thing. Um, I'm working at a bank part-time, but I'm also going to school, and uh, I do stand-up and improv around the Chicago area, so if you want to laugh, you can come find me, I guess, and if I have shows later on, I'll plug them, and people in the Chicagoland area can come out and see. Um, nice, yeah. nice. When it comes to, I'm going to be, I think I'm going to, I don't know how you guys are going to feel about this, because you might be like, oh, that's like a cop-out answer, um, but I'm going to give my favorite game of all time and i'm gonna pick the mass effect trilogy um so nice. uh, mass effect one two and three sometimes people give me crap because they're like oh no that's three games you can't pick three and i'm like well it's my yeah. top game i'm gonna pick it it's, it's the same cul- story it's though. a culmination exactly though. um and so that's kind of how i felt like when i played it it was the f- one of the first times where i just sort of realized how expansive games could be and the yeah. narrative carrying yeah. through from one game to another and your choices feeling like they mattered i mean maybe they didn't matter so much in the ending of three but <laughs> like it didn't take away from the experience and the great like some of the greatest rpg teammates ever in my opinion like just having on your squad yeah. um yeah 
And so then my favorite film, if I'm going to pick a favorite film, I'm also going to sort of cheat. And I'm just going to say Star Wars in general uh, would probably be my favorite film. But I would, if I had to pick one of those, I'd probably pick Return of the Jedi. I know it's a, most people would go with uh, Empire Strikes Back, but I'm a, I'm a Jedi man myself. And uh, yeah. any mob movie, uh, I I've never personally understood that. Why why is Empire such a good movie? Like they'll even put it in like with lists of like best movies of all time. And I'm like, it's a good movie, but like when I'm watching the old trilogy, the second one is the one I dread the mm. most because it is so freaking like they're all about the same length, but that's the one that feels like it's long. You know what I mean? I think um, with episode five, you get Yoda, who was a big thing for a lot of people, and then you get the reveal of yeah. Vader, um, you know, being Luke's father. Spoiler alert. Um, what? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I know now that it's like such a huge part of pop culture that everyone knows. Even if you're not a Star Wars fan, you probably know Darth Vader is Luke's father. But like, if you grew up in that time, if that was like the first time you heard it, I got to imagine that that plays a big part of the nostalgia factor. Well, can I can I reveal something? No. Keep it to like, yourself. No, go ahead. I honestly when I first watched Star Wars, you know, it wasn't I I didn't I mean it was it was long ago where it wasn't In like a galaxy pop culture far, far away. not yeah, it was long enough back where like I mean it was known I guess that Darth Vader was his father but I guess what I'm trying to get is, is that I went into it not knowing that Darth Vader was his father and when that quote unquote revelation happened like it never even phased me like so people like going like oh my god it's one of the best twists of all time it's like I don't know if like like here, here comes my ego or something. But it's like I don't know if I just like I figured it out myself or what because it's like when people talk about how their you know jaw dropped when they found out that no, I am your father. I'm like, well, I already knew that. Like, you know, like I I don't know what it is because I didn't know before watching the movie. But for some reason, like when I one of the first time I ever watched that, it's just like, yeah, he's his father. Okay, yeah, cool, whatever. Do you watch a lot of like, anime? Like, huh? did you watch a lot of anime when you were a kid or anything? Um. Well, yeah, no. I mean, well, I'm just saying because that's like a pretty major like anime trope of, you know, oh, everybody's yeah. <laughs> innerly connected. So, um, that might. I was just saying that might have been a reason why it didn't really floor you if you watch a lot of anime. And yeah. stuff, Do you, you know? speak German? Because apparently yeah. Darth Vader is Dark Father in German. So that could have been. <laughs> maybe that's it. Yeah, it was my my last name. It well, maybe I shouldn't say it. And also, now. <laughs> if you could uh, include your social, that'd be great too. Right? No, it's like my last name is uh, descended from Germans. There, I'll just say oh, that. Okay. Um, it is descended from Germans or whatever. So I'm wondering. Ancestral yeah, memory so like type thing. Subconsciously, yeah. Subconsciously, I'm like, oh, that means a, a dark father. So, Chuck, let me ask you: What do you think about the newest? trilogy so far like of episode what is it seven and eight so yeah. Force Awakens yeah, seven, and eight. last jedi like what are your just your quick <laughs> seven thoughts? eight and 3.5 um <laughs> my quick thoughts i've enjoyed them um honestly the force awakens was a more modern version of a new hope like so if, it's, so right. it's like if you were if you were gonna watch a new hope and you'd never seen it i would probably just say yeah watch force awakens because you're going to get the same beats. You just don't have like 40 years of nostalgia just being like, this is the greatest thing that ever was, and it started it all. 
Um, right, right. And then as for Last Jedi, it's not my favorite Star Wars movie ever, but it's also not like this terrible monstrosity that killed the franchise. My biggest thing is everyone complained about, not everyone, but a majority of people complained about uh, Force Awakens. It's too similar. It's too similar. And then all of a sudden with number two, it's like, they changed everything. They don't get Star Wars. And it's like, you, you can't have it both ways. It can't be too similar and not not changed enough. So, See, now, I, I completely disagree because the second movie was was Empire Strikes Back. You had the chase scene. You had the, you know, battle on a planet that was snow-like. You had the reveal of a father figure, which granted it was no one. Um, you had the reveal of, you know, the big baddie, which, I mean, I, he was sort of reviewed in, in the first one. Yeah, he but, showed you know, up. I, I thought he was he had a presence in the first one. Like, we didn't see the Emperor. We only saw the Emperor as, like, a hologram in the second one. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But then I thought I thought most people figured, like, I didn't know Snoke spoilers, if you haven't seen it. And I guess, like, skip ahead a, a little bit if you haven't watched it yet. Uh, I didn't know Snoke was going to die. I had assumed he would be a major part or player going forward. And that's, oh, like... Oh, yeah. No, neither did anybody else. <laughs> but then my thing is, too, like, if you think about it, and this, I'm, we're probably getting a little deeper into this than we should, or I will at least... The, Kylo Ren's entire goal was to be Darth Vader, right? That's why he made uh-huh. the suit. That's why he did the thing. But he realized that when Snoke says to him, like, become Darth Vader, he realized in that moment that Darth Vader was always a slave to the Emperor. He was never at first command. He was always below the Emperor. And Kylo's like, that's not going out. I'm not going out that way, son. I'm going out like a G. And he ignited that lightsaber and cut that Andy Serkis-looking motherfucker in half. And I was like, damn, Kylo. Yeah. Damn. See, and I mean, like, I totally get that or whatever, but still, whatever. it's like, <laughs> well, no, it's it's just all the other stuff. It's like there's so many there's so many videos out there trying to like analyze it and be like, actually, you're a genius if you like this movie, but you're stupid if you don't. It's like, it's like I don't know that that's that's a really good point, and it's like it makes sense, but that doesn't stop the fact that there's just so much about the movie that was just like yeah just so ham-fisted and so there was definitely some weird weird parts to it and stuff that i didn't um necessarily agree with but i think like the fact that you may not have liked the movie doesn't take away from me and that's why i think people need to understand oh yeah definitely like let people like and dislike what they want it has no effect on whether or not you enjoyed it i you know and it's not like they're gonna not make star wars anymore because some people didn't like this one so for sure. I wish they would. You wish they wouldn't make any more anymore? I, I, it has gotten to the point the the fans are so split that it's just like, you know. And I mean, like, they their whole goal was to, like, start it over by killing the past or whatever. But it's like, but the past is what got you here. Mm-hmm. And so it just, a lot of it was just kind of a slap in the face or whatever. And, yeah, I mean, like, let, let me reiterate because you kind of touched on it. It's like, if you like it, that's fine, you know. And it's like, good for you for liking it, you know. If anything, I'm extremely envious of you liking oh, it. Yeah. Because it's like, I remember when I used to like Star Wars. Uh-huh. I guess this is the final point that I'm going to say about it. Um, everyone complained, and you, you probably saw like the memes of like the super muscular Luke being like, I'm a hero, and I'm going to sleep with all these people. And like people are like, is that what you want it? If you look at what Luke did in the original trilogy, he didn't fight the Emperor. When it was time for the good to clash with the evil, 
his act was, I'm not going to fight you. I'm better than this. So his entire arc has been like pacifism. And so for people to be like, oh, Luke wouldn't go out like that. He wouldn't be a punk. He already did it in, in Return of the Jedi. And if it wasn't for Vader, he'd be dead because he refused to fight back. Anyway, that's it for me. All right, well, I guess it's my turn then. Well, um, a lot of you, if you've heard, if you've ever listened to Nerd the Third, a lot of you probably already know that uh, my name is Nick. I'm from Boise. Pretty much any time I have a chance to, I try to bring that up. And it's mainly because I absolutely love living here. Uh, it's one of the, like, largest growing cities in the United States. Um, if it's not one, it's in the top five or something like that. I, I you know, I, I wouldn't know it's precisely what it is but yeah it's it's definitely up there um and it's it's definitely unique in the sense that it is a it is a city but it's still somehow small town enough where it's like you know i don't know it just has a small towny feel it's really hard to describe unless you unless you actually live here because you know it's still big city it's still got a walmart he's going to mall instead of like by it but um but yeah i mean it's also kind of a close-knit um community but not too close where it's like i know all my neighbors i know all the shit that's going on in their life and and stuff like that so it's like it's a perfect mixture in my eyes because it's like when i was in when i lived in mountain home which is a small town like about 50 miles away from here um that was a small enough town where it's like everybody was always in your business. And I'm like, no, fuck this, you know? So moving to Boise was just like, it still had kind of a small town feel, but I was in the big city and not everybody had to know what my goddamn name was. And therefore like how many people I've dated and what, what I broke up with them for. And like just all that stupid high school shit, you know? Yeah. Coming from a small um, town and moving to a bigger town. That's it's super nice right yeah i mean like there's there's some people if you live in a small town and you you you're happy with it and it's like that's just your personality you know what i mean like there's just certain personalities that do better in smaller towns um and i think by heart i was always kind of like a big city person because like as a kid we would always go up to boise because we were only about 50 miles away so like maybe to go see a movie uh we had a movie theater but it's like super small so like to go to the big theater you know it's like we'd come up here and be like wow this is really nice so it's like at heart you know, like I have maybe like the ethics of a small town person, but then like the heart of a, a city boy, you know, because it's like, ooh, Wi-Fi. I really need that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't live without my Wi-Fi. Uh, I could live without my like caramel macchiato, but I don't think I could ever live without. Um, I laugh because I really don't drink that much coffee. And when I do, it's just like, you know, two creamers, <laughs> some sugar. I'm good. So uh, what I do for a living is actually I'm a bus driver, school bus driver for the Boise district. And um, so far I'm loving it. I'm it's, it's still pretty new to me, but I'm starting to get into the swing of things. And it's definitely, it's definitely interesting. Cause like if, if there's any other bus drivers out there, like, yo, what up? Um, but it's definitely different because I have like a swing shift or not a swing, a split shift. I don't know why I said swing. Anyways, I have a split shift, and so I go in the morning to pick them up. I go back home 
do nothing and then go pick them up to take them home. And so as a content creator, it's actually starting to work out to my benefit because it's like, I have three hours. I don't have anything else to do, but my mind is kind of still in work mode. And so it's like actually kind of easy to motivate myself. We're like on a day off, which is usually when I got some of my stuff done, it was actually really hard to like motivate myself. Cause it's like, I just want to relax and play video games you know so having that like in between it's actually kind of helping me out and so i'm 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 liking that um favorite game uh, i think coach took mine uh last of us absolutely just fantastic game and i like games like that i mean i'm more into the shooters than coach like i'm super stoked for like black ops 4 and more specifically blackout um but still favorite game of all time is last of us in fact it just came on sale on the playstation 4 and i got it for like seven bucks and i'm like heck yeah i haven't played it in a while because the last time i had it was on my playstation 3 and i'm like i have to get it and so now i've been playing through it again and it's just it's it's so clearly my favorite game because playing through it it still gives me the same emotions and the same reactions that i got from the very first time i ever played it you know the first time you come up against a clicker and you're like oh my god it's like i know it's coming i know exactly how to deal with them i know exactly what to do but dear god like just that feeling and it's like no other game for as long as I've played, and I've played since I was like 10, 11, or 12. I mean, I want to say probably on the 10 side, you know, but I've been playing for a really long time, so 20, 20 years now. And usually when I finish a game, it's pretty much dead to me. It's gone. I'm done with it. Um, I remember it fondly if it was a good game, or I, you know, bitch and complain about it if it was a bad one. But like, but the point is that I just never get back to it. Last of Us is the only game. Uh, if I play through it and beat it, this will be the sixth time that I've done it. And I, I've never done it twice with a game, let alone six. So, I mean, that just tells you just how much I absolutely love this, this game. And just, ugh. Movie is a little bit harder for me, if I'm honest. Because, like, I have, I have favorite types of movies but I don't know if I have like a favorite movie of all time. Like if you ask me, Nick, what is your favorite Disney movie of all time? Super easy. Emperor's new groove. That is like my <laughs> favorite Disney movie of all time. I love it. So freaking Emperor much. Cusco just does it. For um, you. I mean, is, is yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> uh, you threw off my groove. I'm sorry, but you've thrown off the emperor's groove. Sorry. Yeah. I love that. I love that movie. It's so funny. And it's like that t- style of humor is exactly the type of stuff I like like nowadays. And I feel like I don't it didn't necessarily like pioneer it in any way, but it's like as a kid, it was like one of the first times I had ever experienced it. I mean, it was before like Family Guy, so it was before you had like these weird like cutaways and stuff. Even though I mean doesn't technically have cutaways but it has cutaway-esque moments in it and so that was like my very first time experiencing something like that as a kid and i just i absolutely loved it you know so that like so that's my like favorite disney movie um 
But then, like, if you ask me, like, what's my favorite action movie? Aliens. Super easy. That Like, I don't even have to think about it. My favorite comedy. Um, uh, oh, that one's a little harder. I'm probably going The Hangover hard. for comedy. No. I'm, too modern. I'm just saying for me, that might for be me. Um, you know, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the thing. I think that's like probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, I like spookums. So like, I like those type of movies and I think it has such a good mixture of like actual genuine scary moments and then the psychology of it and the just the psychological horror of it is just so palpable most of the time and you're always questioning i mean even when you know what's going to go on it's still it's like oh my god like they did such a good job so yeah i I i'd say that you know if if i had to pick like a of all time yeah it's probably the thing now what have we been up to? Um, so the most recently in game, uh, recently platinum Spider-Man. Um, so I've gotten what? Yep, congratulations. Okay. Yeah, no, no big deal, no big deal. Uh, it actually wasn't that hard. Uh, I don't. So I was really in. I had an Xbox first, so I was really into achievement points when I was in a 360 generation. But once I got the PS4 and the uh, Xbox, I'm like, I can't do both, so I might as well do neither. I don't know how that worked out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I've, I've gotten to play more games, which is great, but, uh, I just realized I was like, oh, I'm like naturally two trophies away from getting the platinum. Um, so I was like, I might as well just get them and get the platinum. And, uh, yeah, that, that game is awesome. That is such a fun game. Like, yeah, I, you, you, I know that it's great because every once in a while I've done everything that I can. And when the DLC comes, I'm going to play it. But like, sometimes yeah. I'll just log it, like load it up. And I'm just swinging around the city. And I've done everything that there is to do. I have 100% in everything. And I haven't done it much. I've done it like twice. But I'm just like, oh, I don't... Is there I, a new game plus? I think there is, yeah. But I, I'm just... Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm just not... Eh, I usually don't do that. I won't go back for the new game plus. Um, that's just me. Like, I didn't for God of War. Even though I know, like, God of War has new character models and stuff that happens in that. But anyway, um, are you a new game plus kind of guy? Do you do that? Well... Remember, I just said how if I finish oh, a game, yeah. it's dead to I me. I should have listened. Um, <laughs> listened yeah, I guess so. For me, what it kind of depends you, on the game. You know? Mm, yeah. Like, God of Wars, uh, the way they did the new game plus, it's a pretty good time. Um, just because the enemies start off a little bit stronger. So, you know, mm-hmm. it still right, has right. some rigor to it and some challenge. Um, the Last of Us I did on new game plus. Um, and that was fun because, you know, from the very get-go, you have your knives where if a clicker grabs you, you can kind of shiv him off. Um, and, you know, your different guns and stuff. So, you know, it's it's nice in some respects. Um, but I'm a yeah. lot like Nick of, if I just finish an average game, I'm not going back to mm-hmm. new game plus because yeah. i got yeah. too many other games to play. So it's actually oh, very sure. rare for me to go back. Now, Spider-Man, when the DLC comes out, yes, I'm going back. Yeah. Yeah. And see, yeah, that's another thing. Like, um, I don't usually finish a thing and I especially don't usually replay something in a harder difficulty, but last of us, I'm playing through on grounded. And so and it's already, like, that's hard. It's on actually hard quote unquote on like normal mode. It's not like easy. Just right. So, yeah, I mean, um, so far it's made the experience a little bit different because, 
um, it definitely seems like you can kind of learn certain patterns or whatever, but it does seem like they're a little bit more like sporadic as far as like the infected. It's like, you know, they might start walking in a di- one direction and then just decide to like turn around or whatever, which has happened a couple of times. So it's like, ah, <laughs> mm-hmm. does it, uh, does grounded, I read a couple of things. Number one, it makes it more stealth oriented. And number two, yes. um, like resources, do the resources become way more scarce, right? Oh yeah. Usually, when you go up to like a pile of them, so there'll be like four or five of them. But usually, it's like two or three. Now each one is just one. And mm-hmm. then usually, if you found like a bucket of it, and usually if you found a bucket of it, it's because you went into a special room that you had to break one of your shivs in order to get into. You remember that? Yeah. Usually, if you got a bucket of them, it'd be like. 25 or something yeah it's only 10 so it's like you are significantly getting less and so now when it comes to like upgrading i have to be extremely like okay what do i really care about not only that it's going to keep me alive long right not only that but it's like does fire rate or clip size really matter when i'm not using that much you know when I'm not using that much bullets. I mean, cause like the bullets, for instance, I've been stuck on four bullets for the entire freaking game so far. And I've been playing it for like three hours. So I've gone through like basically like the first part, I guess, or one of the first parts, which is kind of like you go through the, uh, you go through and, um, basically I just met Ellie. And so now we're, we're, we, we just made it outside of the city. You know what I mean? So it's like I've gotten part or mm-hmm. past a lot of parts and I've done it all stealth. So even when like stuff goes down and they start shooting at me, I I could shoot back and but I try not to because instead what I try to do is get close enough where I just bum rush them and then beat the crap out of them. <laughs> yeah. But Insomniac Spider-Man. Like Yeah. I mean, that's Ooh. Have you beat? You haven't. You didn't beat it. I I have not beat it, but I did play a real good, significant chunk of it, and it's just, um, like I think we said it on Nerd to the Third. It's not game of the year material for me because I, I mean, God of War is still that, but I mean, I don't know. Like I think it's definitely second because I don't think of anything else that's gonna top it. You know what I mean? Like Dead Redemption. Maybe for you guys. I mean, um, Spider. Hey, did you see the la- the latest trailer that they just put out for Red Dead? Yeah, and I don't really care if the balls of the horse shrink in the cold. I mean, I did. You I know see that? that was a thing. But oh like, my god, I saw an article ooh, on that. Yeah, yeah, the balls of the t- not only are they nice and physic based, and they'll sway from the side to side, but they'll actually shrink when it gets cold. Can you imagine like that's, <laughs> that's you, your you, job. You try that's for years to become a video game developer, and like you finally get to Rockstar, one of the pinnacles, and you're like, you're gonna be working on some horse dick for a while. <laughs> I hope you're okay. It's like, is this like a prank? Like I would expect that this is a joke. Right. Day one in the office. Hey, you gotta make a horse dick. No, like someone spent no. so much time. Imagine the meetings when you go in, you have your boss look at the testicles, you know what? They don't bounce enough. There's not enough Bring in the there's horse. not enough Let, air let's get on the real them. horse in here. Make it let's bounce. compare. I don't know. These testicles, they're not the same. These testicles, and hey, they're not need to make sure they right. shit dynamically too. Get Sheila back in here. We need her to prance around for us again. <laughs> Although why would the why would the horse be called Sheila if it's a boy? So get why get Herbert it? in here. Herbert the horse. It can do whatever it wants. 
the horse's body. He can name it whatever he wants. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, Insomniac Spider-Man, I think, too, like, I kind of agree with you. It's not my game of the year. But I would say it is more fun than God of War. But I think oh. God of War is, like, a better game, if that makes sense. Like, I had more just fun and, like, haha, playing Spider-Man than I did God of War. But God of War had so much more pathos and just story yes. going for it that I was like, this is way better. Yeah. And I mean, sense. I, I do I do feel like Spider-Man also kind of feels like Uncharted 4 in the sense that you could play it without knowing pretty much anything about like Nathan Drake, for instance, or Spider-Man in that end. But by knowing all that stuff, it kind of makes it just feel like a trip down memory lane. And so I feel like hmm. they, they, they made the perfect um sacrifices because it's like they needed people to be able to play this and i mean i think that's also why it's called spider-man instead of spider-man you know colon something else it's because like this is like the definitive uh spider-man experience and Mm -hmm. so i feel like they made a perfect you know concession as far as you know we're gonna make it like and i mean one of my favorite things about it um two two of my favorite things Number one is this is a Spider-Man that's been Spider-Man for a while now. And number two is how much you actually play as Peter Parker. And I mean, that alone just makes it so much more Spider-Man. Because like more than almost any other superhero, Peter Parker is such a pinnacle part of who Spider-Man is. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and I I think they did a really good job of balancing it for the most part. I think towards the end of the story missions, some of the, like, stealth parts where you're uh, Mary Jane and stuff like that kind of get a little bit longer in the tooth for me. But overall, I thought they did a really nice job of balancing all that out. And see, I liked being able to play as, like, Mary Jane. I mean, it it definitely screeched things to a halt, no doubt about that. But it's like, it was kind of a nice change of pace. Um, The the main part I got to with her, so I didn't get that far into the story. Um, but the main part I got to with her was when she went to the museum to, for Mr. Fisk or whatever. So seeing her. Oh yeah. That's really, yeah. Early. You yeah, didn't yeah, even yeah, hardly yeah. do anything. Well, I'm just saying that's the first time I had with her, not the only part I got to guys. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, that was the first Mary Jane part. So I'm saying, yeah, yeah. so basically I didn't get to another Mary Jane moment, but that Mary Jane moment, I really liked it because then like there was like she went up to a mask and she's like, I don't really understand why somebody would want to wear a mask, you know, because it's like if if you achieve something, you want people to know about it. It's like, you know, it's like it's it's cool because it's nice to see that from a different perspective. But also it's like she has this she has this, you know, um she has this thing against masks because that's what Peter was. Peter was always in a mask and he, and he chose like in a way like the mask over her. And so it's like, she, she almost has this like grudge against masks. And so to kind of hear that from her and to say not only that, but then to kind of be like empowered to be like, you know, I'm going to do good, but I'm not going to hide behind a mask. And it's like, it was kind of empowering as far as like, it's like, you know, I'm going to, and not only that, but just playing as her kind 
kind of just showed you from a ground level. It's like, you know, people who would still risk their lives and risk their careers for that matter to do what's right. And so it's like, you don't need Spider-Man necessarily. You just need good people. And I, I really like that aspect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And as the story goes, she definitely gets more, even more proactive than what you saw. Yeah, Right. So she does take those steps as well. Yeah. Yeah. The game is very good. I, I'm right there with you uh, that it's not Game of the Year. But you know what? I hope it gets to the Game of the Year awards and it wins some awards because I think it is worthy. Um, yeah, maybe like Best Open. Well, no, because Red Dead Redemption might do that. Damn it! I mean, it might just best be something along the lines of game. You know, <laughs> uh, Best Voice Acting or Best Action Game, yeah, something. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, action. Maybe, maybe action. But still, Red Dead Redemption will still be nominated. Right, but for that. like the way I view it, like Red Dead is probably going to win Game of the Year, either that or God of War. So right. I think it's going to be God of War, just so pe- they can push the narrative that single player isn't dead. Maybe you know, yeah, and, and maybe because I like a lot of industry because it's a great game, but I also feel like. Oh, look at this solely single-player game. Look what it achieved, and it's going to get it off of that. I hope so. I really do. And also, it did come out around the same time that Breath of the Wild came out the year before, and it still got Game of the Year. So I really hope that's the case. But also, it's fucking Rockstar. <laughs> like, like I, I, I almost feel like we're just... We're just... Yeah, but gear, uh, the last um, GTA didn't win Game of the Year. It lost to... Uh, Last of Us. Uh, that's true, but it's last the Last of Us. Exactly. The Last of Us. God of War is better than Last of Us. Oh no! You just threw that gauntlet down. It's close for I'm me. I mean, it's it's Last of Us like one A and one B. You know, Last of Us, God of War, and I loved both of them. But I like if you were like you could, you have to strike the memory of one of them from your mind, and you can only keep one. I pick God of War to keep. So really. Yeah, I would keep it. I I would keep it, but because I would want to experience Last of Us. Nope, that's not the rules. You can't play it ever again. Well, oh, okay. Well, then that. Well, here's my thought: without Last of Us, we don't get God of War. That's true. A lot of what made God of War decided because I mean, think about it: the the one camera thing definitely. I think came from wanting to be gritty and like it wanted you to make you feel like you were part of the story. And it's like, I don't know if we would have had the same reaction if we didn't have something like the last of us. So the last of us is God of war. Boom. (laughs) Well, I mean like that tight camera angle came from last of us. Yes. Yes. Uh, The way that Atreus is used, pretty much came from last of us they just added the arrow mechanic you know yeah um and if you notice a lot of sony's first party games they're starting to look a lot like the last of us in terms of you know how it's shot and um really the stories for the first party games have really picked up since last of us yeah i mean i don't know if we get the sony we have today without the last of us i will say i think they kind of messed up and didn't just wait to release the last of us on ps4 like initially, instead of it being at the end of PS3, true. But, yeah, but then you got to think how many more people had PS3s at that point than had PS4s. True. 
So they went to where the market was strong. True. I mean, it's just. I mean, but yeah, even then, look. At, I mean, even though PS3 was struggling comparative to the 360, it still sold like really good. Well, and towards so the end, they caught up. But I'm just saying, I think that well, they yeah. should have came out with something else, and then The Last of Us be the first PS exclusive for PS4. Which again, it all worked out. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, definitely. But. Um, you know, I, I think that that could have been something that really would have blew Xbox even more out of the water of like, hey, Last of Us is coming, Naughty Dog's coming, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you could say that about yeah. GTA Five for that matter. It's like here, here's GTA Five coming out right at the heels of like the last generation or whatever, and instead of instead, like I feel like GTA because then they ended up coming up with it another year later, anyways, and like at least then they like i guess they had enough time to put in a first person shooter mode and and stuff like that but still it's like hey if any game that should have done that i feel like that should have for sure yeah that's another one for sure but anyway yeah uh you know back to the talk of game of the year and whatnot <laughs> i think spider-man should win some some type of award best action game best right. costume design i mean something i don't know <laughs> I don't know if they have costume design. You're thinking. I know they don't, but I'm, and I'm fuck just the saying, Oscars, fuck them. Saying it needs <laughs> it needs to have something, you know. Yes, I I hope so because I do like one of the most annoying thing about last year's game of the year is that I didn't fucking play it, you know. So it's like Breath of the Wild, this Breath of the Wild, that, and it's like. Uh, it's like I wanted Horizon to win so bad. I wanted it to win something, and I I believe it did win something. But still, it's yeah. like I think what people should have paid attention to, and this was a good there, it was a good chance that this is why people didn't. But it's like Horizon Zero Dawn was good by itself. Breath of the Wild was good, granted, yes, because it was a good game, but also because it had an established fan base. And so, like, I feel like it's more of an accomplishment that Guerrilla Games took something that was a first-person shooter and was very kind of generic towards the end, and they turned it into something completely different, and now they gave us a brand new world. And I feel like that is way more of an accomplishment than, hey, let's do Zelda again, only now he can climb on everything. I could see that with uh, Breath of the Wild, but... I don't know. I didn't play it, so I can't really comment on it. Yeah, for sure. And that's definitely my problem is that I didn't play it, so it's like I can't. I don't know. Like, and if I played it, like I might, I might be like, oh yeah, this makes sense. Yeah, you know, I get why this won, and I don't know. And see, the year before that was freaking uh, uh, Overwatch, and I played that, but it's like it was one of those situations where it's like, why is this so popular? It's like I get it; it's a good game, but it definitely wasn't game of the year. By saying Overwatch was game of the year you were putting it on the same tier as the walking dead season one you were putting it on the same tier as the last of us you you, there's so many games of the year that you're trying to say that overwatch was just as good as you know it's like there's so many mechanics in overwatch that were pretty much just pulled from other games it didn't innovate on anything other than multiplayer 
because that's all it fucking was was a multiplayer game like just because it brought a huge community together doesn't mean that it was somehow like innovative and i could say the same thing about PUBG, and that somehow got nominated it's like just because it was selling gangbusters and it created this new genre doesn't mean that it's game of the year worthy I yeah once again never played Overwatch. I couldn't really comment on yeah. that. Um, but you know why? Because it's a bad game. That's why you didn't play oh, it. It's a, it's a piece <laughs> of shit. It's a piece of shit, and I hated it. Um, it. But it seemed to to penetrate the zeitgeist of the time. And the, you my, like it when it penetrates, remember, don't you? Yeah, penetrate that. <laughs> uh, and then I guess to finish up my uh, my grinding, uh, the last thing I've been playing. Um, every generation, you get the. The Sega Genesis re-release of like, hey, here's like 50 games that were on the Sega Genesis. <laughs> That's true. And I, and I always pick it up. And because um, you're a freaking tool. <laughs> yeah, because I'm because I'm a jerk. Um, so I picked it up again. You're part of the problem. Uh, you're not part of the cause. <laughs> no, but I love the problem. Uh, so I'm replaying one of my favorite games. If I'm if we had done a top 10 games of all the time, this definitely would have been in there. Shining Force, an RPG from the Sega Genesis. Did anyone play that? Uh, it's very familiar. So, like, I think if I would see it, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, Shining Force." But like, yeah, it's a classic JRPG, uh, and it was one of the the first JRPGs that I had ever played. And it was like the first time I was like, "Oh, this is what games can be." Is one of those oh, moments, nice, and then nice. it happened again not soon after with uh, Baldur's Gate Two: Shadow of Om. If anyone knows that one, yeah. um, where these like huge, massive games, and I was like what this is what games can be um so i'm replaying that and i'm kind of just doing it like slowly i'm doing a slow journey (laughs) like a slow burn with it you're doing it slowly are you i'm doing it (laughs) you can't do it too fast you need to think of the other person (laughs) (laughs) hopefully there's two of you there (laughs) i have to go i have to go i have to go (laughs) so yeah i think that's that's pretty much it i've been playing i also play like um it's a one of those mobile games it's like the star wars one where you can collect like a bunch of star wars characters but i don't know if that really counts so yeah that's all i've been playing nice that's it for me with the grind nice i mean anything uh i mean we kind of went a, a little over we all kind of just like jumbled in there so i mean that i i was playing the last of us yeah, so that's pretty much all i was playing i mean i've been watching i've been watching yeah, walk, of the, de- being just walk the of the grind dead. i've been watching Oh, Walk of the Dead? Is that where the dead get up? <laughs> no. The walk? Is that um, that one? The, the Walking Dead. Have you, Do you watch The Walking Dead, Chuck? I stopped. Uh, so I read most of the comics. Me too. Uh, yeah. I played all the games. And then I got as far as the episode where Negan had Rick crying. Oh, God. Wow. So you actually made it RV. to, like, season seven? And, like, well, so what, what would you say was the moment that was just like, you know what? Fuck this. <laughs> Um, I think it was just the overall tone that the show kept hinting that it knew there was an audience and they kept doing things deliberately to screw with the audience. Uh, and I was just that's like, that's a good point. This is yeah. too much. Like, I just like, I was like, I couldn't get invested because it kept being like, this is a show and we know you care yep. about this person and mm. you think he's dead, or you think she's dead. Oh, but she's not. Ha ha, got you. Or like, we won't kill this guy because we just, oh, yes, we will. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. Too yeah. much. Too I much. I definitely, I, um, we talked about this before, but it ended up getting <laughs> deleted. Um, but I, I have never in my life hated something so much, but then for some reason feel a desire to keep watching. 
You know, most games that I don't like, I I will play for literally an hour. If I don't like it in an hour, I don't fucking like it. Like, don't tell me, oh, you're gonna play until twenty hours in. It's like, no, if I don't like it in an hour, I don't. Uh, I don't like it. Hours in, yeah, it's right. It's like great. get to the end. That's when the real game starts. Like, or when people say, oh, you know, the first. Oh two God, no, yeah, I'm not that the person. Season three. Fucking so, beautiful, man. Yeah, I'm it's not. Like, no. I'm in absolutely no way that person, and especially even more so with uh, shows like Game of Thrones. Literally watched episode one, and I'm like, eh, I'm just not feeling it. And then so many people are like, Oh, you got to at least watch to it, season two, and it's like I tried, I I tried so hard, but I'm like, it's just just boring nothing's happening there's so many names getting thrown around and i'm just like Mm -hmm. no i'm good but for some reason i think it's because i have this little part in my heart uh for zombies one and then for two i was kind of like you where i read the series first and then i watched the show so for me it's like i i do have this attachment with the walking dead as a franchise and i'm like Mm -hmm. i really like it you know, I really like it. And it's like, I guess maybe there's part of me that's hoping it gets good. And like, even this season, it's good, but it's like every season since season three starts off really good. And then the second half, after they come back from their like mid season finale, sucks ass. Just sucks. Like, every single time so far has just sucked. And it's like, how do you keep doing this? How do you come in with a huge bang and it's so interesting and so much stuff is going on and then you're like, okay, now we're going to do the rest of the season and we're just going to have character pieces. So now you get to see Dale and Belle go off and get a fucking drink and it's like, I don't want to see that. I want to see what happened to the rest of the group. I don't want to hear Belle whining for a fucking hour. Like It's little things like that that just got me so much and any other show any other show i'd just be like fuck this shit i'm out i'm gonna get the fuck up out of here you know what i mean like i just it would be done for me but for some reason i cannot tell you why other than zombies like i i don't know i i just i somehow have a desire there'll even be times where it's like i'm watching it i'm like i fucking hate this show i fucking hate this show and i'll keep freaking watching i don't know why i am you know how i was joking you were part of the problem i'm the i'm the problem i am the reason this show has been going on for (laughs) eight eight seasons we're on season nine (sighs) we've all been part of a relationship where the other no it doesn't doesn't (laughs) and this is that and uh, you know and it happens it's like it happened with me with um with supergirl Supergirl. because i watched like all of the cw cw shows pretty much and I kept trying to watch Supergirl, and I was like, I just don't like this. And my friends would be like, oh, season two is great. It's just, like, push through, push through. And I was like, no, like, I'm done. Like, yeah. I don't want to watch this. And so I watch every other CW show, and I don't watch At that At least one. with Supergirl, there might be a legitimacy, because I think it was on, like, CBS or Fox, and then they dropped it, and then CW picked it up. So season one and season two is probably vastly different. Yeah. That's so I would, I would probably at least just skip season one and go straight to season two. But you know, if I was trying to don't, don't tell me, me what to, to do. do. <laughs> I won't know what's going on. Who's this guy over here? She's an agent. What is she an agent of? Oh, 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 oh. yeah. But. I keep watching Agents of Shield, and I don't understand. When do I see that? <laughs> yeah, no, I was. <laughs> uh, no, I was. Um, 
I'm, I'm similar to what Nick is, but I did. Mine was with uh, Supernatural. Oh yeah, yeah. And luckily, I jumped out early enough that it wasn't that frustrating. Um, but you know, like here's the thing with Supernatural. When I first started watching it, they were only like three or four seasons deep, and yeah. I watched it on Netflix. And now they're like nine seasons deep on Netflix. Yeah, like, yeah. Now I here's the at, like, here's here's the one thing I'll say in Supernatural's defense is that I feel like there's a good majority of what they do that they're actually pretty self-aware about. And it's like, they do make certain changes and like, I kind of appreciate that, but go on. Yeah. I mean, no, don't get me wrong. They fully embrace that. They are just kind of a campy, yeah, <laughs> I guess, horror E show. Like I, you know, however you want to label it, but you know, just the first, like, Four or five seasons are really, really good, and then it just really goes downhill from there. And I got, like, midway through, like, season six, maybe, and I was like, you know, I don't even like this anymore. <laughs> like, why am I watching this? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I quit watching it from there. But, yeah, that definitely once the show kind of ends the premise of its original premise, yeah, then, yeah. you know, I'm kind of done. And The Walking Dead is one of those I wanted to get into. But here's something to keep in mind. When that show first came out, I was like 15. Oh, yeah, so, right. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, how much the world has changed since I was 15, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. I'm probably never going to watch it. Yeah, um, true, true. You know, but uh, no, I totally dig where you're coming from on just the whole this love-hate relationship you got going on. At the end of the day, you're just wanting to see how it ends. Right, of course. You and you know it's coming soon. <laughs> but the thing of Walking Dead is, is it ever going to end? You know, that's the the whole narrative of, like, it's just, there is no cure, there is no tomorrow, it's just surviving. Just kill all the characters so you, and you're good. Just, does it just end with everyone dying? Yeah, just have everybody die, then you're good. Walk it off. Call it a day. Wrap it up. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Speaking of calling it off, I have to go soon. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I mean, we're we're fine. I mean, I feel everybody's had a good enough time to talk, right? Yeah. Yeah, all right. I mean, that's the, I'm going to call the show then. I, th- I feel like that was a good first show. I mean, if that's, that's, that's our first show, you know, like, that's pretty good. And, I mean, it was pretty much just a conversation, just three guys talking about stuff they're doing, stuff they like, went on a huge tangent about Last of Us, a huge tangent about... All, yeah right Star Wars. that was a really good one so um, definitely let us know uh, how you guys liked it um, if you have any ideas that you think we should try or whatever or if you just like the you know free flowing conversation you know, let us know and um, you know give us a thumbs up on YouTube or you know subscribe to us and give us a review on iTunes we're also on Skype and many other audio uh, platforms so you can subscribe to us anywhere there um, Uh, Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, This was Nick and Coach and your boy, Chuck, the bipartisan gamer. All right. Thank you so much for joining us today for this nice, nice beginning of the Threat X3 um, weekly grind. You guys have a good one. And also, if you don't think it is the best movie ever, I'm going to find where you live and I'm going to poop on your door. Why they don't fly? Well, I can't use matches, but when I can, I'm gonna light them on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. And that's our time. Oh, thank you. 
Uh, I'd like to thank the Academy, my mother. Um, <laughs> awesome. Oh, the music's World playing. Now, uh, <laughs> oh, so what I'm hearing is you're a punk ass bitch. Yeah, like, yeah. What of it? Come to Boise, Idaho. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll meet you in the. I'll road. buy a bus ticket right now. <laughs> Don't think I won't. And fuck the Oscars. Fuck them.